Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. So the Rocky Mountains, Colorado, fresh mountain air. It sounds so exhilarating, but what's really going on in the state of Colorado? <laughs> we don't have enough time for that. So we're going to focus on <laughs> how the Lord is moving in the hearts and minds of Christ followers all over the state. Are they all smoking recreational marijuana? I don't think so. They're pumped up about the huge move of God all over the state to put their faith into action. Today, we take a stop off for a visit with Dan Anderson with Kingdom Way Ministries. Dan's been all over the Loveland and greater Denver area, encouraging and identifying Christ followers in the marketplace and trying to equip them for active ministry in their workplace. Dan's arranged for a friend or two to join us every day this week on shows. Dan, thanks for hosting us here in Loveland, Colorado. Jim and Martha, I'm so excited to have you here in God's country, man. That's <laughs> right. Country. I see yeah. why it's called that. Yeah, well, and uh, I'm so impressed by you, and, and I just love the calling God's place on your life, and uh, the faith stories that you're sharing from people across the country, and in some, place, some cases across the world. So, so honored to have you here in northern Colorado, Denver area, and just excited to see what God has in store for us this week. Jamie, let's just talk about your work, because you mentioned that it really is a place of ministry, but if, it, if we'd asked you this a year and a half ago, it wouldn't have, you wouldn't have answered that question, is it your mission field, your workplace? Mm-hmm. What was it that flipped that switch for you? Because you said you've been growing the business from 34 homes in 2011 to 172 homes last year, so God's been blessing the business, giving you direction, hopefully giving you profitability, but at what what flipped the switch for you for you to understand that this is also a huge mission field? Because I imagine you've got a lot of people working for you. Yeah, you know, we're blessed to have 45 plus or minus full-time team members uh, that work with us. But within our industry, you know, we're a manufacturer um, is the primary thing we're doing. We're building the largest consumer product uh, <laughs> you know, homes. Yes. And so, uh, but to do that, we actually... Uh, we say that we have 500 families uh, working with us every day because of our the trade partners. The subs and uh, everything. Sub-con- yeah. yeah, we don't like the S word around here. Oh, we don't? Really? Why is that? <laughs> trade they're, tra- they're trade partners. Trade partners, okay. Yeah. All right. They're, uh, <laughs> they're critical partners. Yeah. And, um, you know, and so really the... You know the the love and in, in, in what we just are trying to be as a as a company culture really needs to extend to those other 450 uh, team members that don't directly work with us each and every day. They do it through different trade partner relationships. But the reality is, is they're all integral to building 172 homes a year. Uh, it takes about 500 full time equivalent uh, mm-hmm. team members to build that many homes. That's a lot of people. It is. So what are some of the care programs that you're doing in-house that eventually is going to catch wind from your trade partners and will turn into ways to care for them too? Yeah. And that is the focus is let's care for our team members first mm-hmm. and then they'll care for the trade right. partners. Right. And ultimately they'll all care for in right. the end, the home buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, Cause you have uh, your job supervisors that are, that are out there on location. You're not mm-hmm. out there on location seeing all the trade partners, but you know, with the, the drywall guy, just say, so, just in case you could give them a new knife. I mean, they're always running through blades. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're sure. really cool on a Bessler homes, you know, you know, drywall cutting knife. Just an idea for you. No. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Perfect. But like, how are you And that's that? where if we take care of our team members, right. those team members are going to come up with those kind of ideas. Right. right. Um, who work with them day to day. 
like and ultimately that's the bigger vision. You know, like the, it was okay, just an okay. No, okay, yeah, so, it was okay. So talk about your team, the team I mean, <laughs> so, in your office. What are yeah. you doing to love on them? You know, so some of the things. Well, um, so so one of the examples, I guess, would be um, and some of the very simple Tasty Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on Tuesdays we bring in food for the company for the team, um, and uh, you know, so just to have just have a good good breakfast, something very simple. You didn't um, like the Waffle Wednesdays. You went with Tasty Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. that's, that's, that's good. And I, right. that ref- reference for anybody who um, is listening and may have heard that before, you referred to going um, connecting with Beaten Bow Homes. And uh, the ministry that people can look up is Kingdom at Work. And that is where they are actually helping businesses to, to help to identify this kind of a kingdom culture within mm-hmm. their own organizations. And Beaten so, Bow Homes out of Lubbock, Texas, right? And they do Waffle, Waffle Wednesdays. Wednesdays. <laughs> which you know, Jim and I are a team of two, basically in our home. We have some virtual people as well, but he would like Waffle Wednesday just at home. But I, <laughs> I haven't in, installed that. I technically had Waffle. Wednesday. I guess Wednesday. that would be a very caring culture if I would do that. <laughs> what did? Right, so let's go back to you, Jamie, because it's supposed to be about your story. Talk to us about the impact on your culture, because you said in the last year this has really been hitting you over the head. Mm-hmm. Talk about some of the some of the things you're seeing that are changing because of your heart change. Sure. So, um, you know, obviously we continue to, to roll out. There, there is quite a lengthy list, about 25 different programs um, that our caring culture manager, Christy, uh, or, or I could get to anyone. We'd love to share, share it with anyone. And uh, a lot of the backbone for those programs we've put in place are through uh, Dan Anderson and some of his coaching that mm-hmm. we've received um, through also another group called His Way at Work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and out of South Carolina, coaching. absolutely great, exactly. great organization. Yeah, so that's kind of the, the heart of some of those uh, uh, company-wide care programs. Here's the deal, though: I'll know that we are truly loving on our team members, and we truly care for them. When, like, one of the funds we have is a or is a benevolence fund. Dan, you brought along Jamie Bessler today and uh, from Bessler Homes, and we're grateful very much. Jamie, your story, is it's a great story, and I love the fact that it's still very, very fresh. You mentioned how in the last year you developed a benevolence program, and you were starting to talk about it right before the break, and I had to cut you off. Talk to us about what you're doing with that program. Well, yeah, so that, that program, um, we've put that together really just to meet those financial um, situations of need for our team members. Like what, what do you mean? Uh, well, just... Uh, you know, just one of our team members, unexpected, uh, you know, health issue with a family member. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we'd buy them a flight to, you know, to across the country to so they'd be with their family for a day or two. Something along those lines, um, you know, whatever that, just help fill those financial gaps mm-hmm. um, that definitely challenge different families. And so, um, but, you know, the, the, uh, the power of that program is when no team member needs to ask for the financial support from it. It, it'll be when our team members have known that team, you know, our leader, whoever is that direct uh, leader for that team member, they know that person so well that they make the request for them because they just know that they need it. Mm. And it's part of caring for them um, that they make a financial request for them. So how are you uh, getting your team leaders to know their people? What are you encouraging? Right. And so, um, you know, um, we have definitely, one of those things the Lord has really just unveiled to me over these last several months is uh, what we're terming uh, at Bessler Homes is relational leadership. 
And so we have, um, we've gone through some trainings. We've created some of our own trainings. Um, the reality is, is this is super simple. Um, mm-hmm. It's biblical, Christ-centered leadership. It, it's, it's just in a, in a very simplistic form and um, it done, you know, it's modeled extremely well for us. And so we're, we're really just understanding what that looks like with a leader at Bessler Homes. And we define a leader at Bessler Homes as anyone who directly supports another team member on our team. They are a leader. Mm. Um, they may also be a manager or an executive team member, whatever. The so different you, you're working type. on this relational leadership model. Mm-hmm. So you're building relationships because that's what relational leadership means. Mm-hmm. How? But in order to do that, then you have to limit how many people report to a manager, supervisor, because they can only have so many relationships. How many people do you have reporting to the average supervisor? Mm-hmm. Uh, about three. Okay. So you've kept it pretty yeah. small. We have. It was That was a big challenge in us kind of re- uh, reorganizing things and, and setting setting our managers up for success, having the appropriate number of direct supports. What kind of things are different about how your managers, supervisors feed into the people that report to them? What are some of the big changes you've made like as far as sure. how often they meet with people, things like that? Sure. Yeah, as far as relational leadership, there's really, um, you know, what we have launched, there's three key meetings uh, uh, that we utilize. And so the first is just a general team meeting, whatever that team configuration is. It might be you know a team of three. It could be a little little bigger, um, up to up to six. Really is kind of a internal cap we've put on the mm-hmm. maximum number mm-hmm. of direct support someone can have. So you have a weekly te- meeting with that team as a as a group together, um, and we have some specific defined purposes we're, and outcomes we're looking for. Um, a second group of meetings can happen throughout the week. Um, we call them really as sh- uh, shoulder to shoulders is what we call those. And that's that um, that leader coming alongside their direct support on a regular basis throughout the week, three to five times a week. So in general, the idea is you know, once a day they're mm-hmm. coming alongside, creating margin in their day to allow that direct support to to ask them questions about their job, um, you know, to for them to be available to be coached and you know really just address whatever workplace specific challenge they're dealing with that day sure and uh and so that's to really walk with them the third one is the really unique one um it's it's really unique in the business world Mm -hmm. right um because we require all of our leaders to block out one hour per uh per week with uh each direct support and so I personally have um, five direct supports, and I block out five hours a week for them. It's their meeting, and the intention is really to not talk about work. It's for me to get to know them and hear what's on their heart, and for them just to let's talk about whatever is important to them in their lives. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's just uh, it's different. Um, and and unique when you, when you talk about business, but it is, uh, we're beginning to see the powerful fruits of that. And, you know, one of the things, um, that is often a challenge when you're running an organization and making, making some pretty significant changes, you know, number one, I thank you for your transparency. And because I think that we have a lot of listeners that may be intrigued by looking at their work a little differently, but how in the world do they implement any change? And you're an example of that. But as a leader, as somebody who is has so much um, that you're responsible 
responsible for. How are you protecting your marriage and your family mm-hmm. and, and figuring out how to still keep that as a, as a priority over your work and your business? Sure. Uh, I can tell you, as I've continued to just follow the Lord's path for me, mm-hmm. those things have become much easier to do. He helps me create those protections and and um cause that was something i very much was challenged with so um, what kinds of years examples of things that he's helped you to to kind of make sure that you're doing sure i mean the the primary thing is um you know god family work mm-hmm. and i think a trap that we can get caught in is we go well okay this home building thing i mean i've got this missionary purpose now yeah. so is that the god portion of this and it's and it's not. It's that reminder, like constant reminder, that the God portion of this is the intentional, mm-hmm. personal relationship with Christ, then your family, mm-hmm. then the job, then the work, and that's still Bessler Homes. So that's if we work. called, if we called your bride, if we called Sarah and said, "Hey, how's Jamie doing at home this last year?" Would she say things are things are way better? I believe that's the answer so we'll get her on the phone the next time the next time we're in colorado we'll bring her in that'd be great jamie bessler with bessler homes thanks for sharing your story today you bet thanks check for them the out on, yeah thank check them out online bestlerhomes.com bestlerhomes.com dan anderson kingdomwayministries.net a nice job picking out a great guest just one more time how can people get a, what what just how can people get a hold of you the best? www.kingdomwayministries.net. And if listeners are interested in trying to find out practical ideas of how to live out the reality of caring for people and ministering people, mm-hmm. uh, on our front webpage, you can sign up for a free resource called 126 Ways to Honor God in Your Workplace. Excellent. Dan Anderson, kingdomwayministries.net. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com.